0: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host,
1: Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. We're so excited you decided to join us. Um, make sure you go over and leave those five star reviews. If you like this, go over and listen to our other podcasts, like the five minute basketball coaching Podcast, or high school hoops or funnel down defense or coaching youth hoops or whatever, uh, whatever one of the seven in our, in our network that you would like to listen to. Uh, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. They are always, what I love about Dr. Dish is they're always innovating. They're always making that a little bit better. And that's what that's why I think they're the best machine out there. We like I've said before, we own three of them. And I would not be talking about them every day if I did not believe them. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll give you a one customer service. And then also what what helps keep the lights on, what helps keep everything moving is TeachHoops.com. Um, it's for coaches who want to get better. It is a one-stop shop by a basketball coach for a basketball coach. Um, You know, I'm always working with my team 365 days a year, working on making us better. And I want to do the same thing for you. I'm giving you resources, one-on-one calls, office hours, a roadmap per se that will help you uh, become a better coach. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I believe you should come in and kick the tires around and see if it's right for you. If it's not, that's fine. Um, But I, I guarantee that you're going to love it. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Or, yeah, 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 or be you know oh, that they counts. lost to, you know, <laughs> and it's like you have nice hair, you know, like whatever. But it's just like they'll laugh and then they're doing it, but they're they don't want to do that, like right, you right. know. So it's kind You're of gonna, a losing thing. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. I'll, I, I tell you, so I think that's a huge thing, and um. I said I think pushing your effort stats. Like I'm a big believer. When we were at Holy Cross, we did this thing called effort stats. Like and what are and so you something.
1: talked about that before we came on the air? Like give me some examples of effort stats.
0: Um, let me see if I can I can pull it up right. Okay, have right. Yeah, let me see. Can you? Yeah, can I you can see that. that. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. So now like what we would do is um when i was at holy cross one of the big things the effort stats were huge and they would we would break down a game film at the end of the game so what we do is we take this right here this form and it would say all right we'd watch the first segment of the game first uh, first play of the game and i'd be like okay here we go first shot goes up stop pause did geo block out no geo didn't block out he got a zero all right did danny block out he did He'll rewind it. Wait a minute. Yeah, he did. He checked the kid. He got, him. he got a one he, all, all the way down to the five guys in the game. If they had a chance to block out, did they, or didn't they? And then it'd I be a zero that. one. That's and cool. then you go to the next possession where there was a ball loose or a ball got, you know, got away. That's a ball pursuit. You ever saw that while you're breaking down the film and you saw a ball being loose or whatever, did your guy pursue it? Or did he kind of just let someone
1: else go get it? And how many of those do you – how many ball pursuits do you see in a game?
0: That, you know, I'll tell you, you be, when you start looking for them, there's a lot more than you – can because you could say to a kid, you could have went for that, but you didn't. And, like, no one else would pick up on it. But when you're watching it in film, you see two guys standing beside each other, and then one kid reacted to it, and the other kid kind of just stood. And, you know, and then when he saw the other kid went for it, he just kind of got in a defensive stance. So that would be a zero for ball pursuit. That's a,
1: I think there. that's a huge I, – I mean, I've heard of some of these. That's a huge – I think if you do that early in the season, uh, that can be the difference between winning and losing.
0: Without a doubt. You know, that's oh. you know that's diving on loose balls, the right. ball shoots, that's, right. you know, all that. And then the shot contest, we, we talked about, like Ralph did this study when he was with Brick uh, in, uh, in the NBA about balls, uh, ball side shot contest. He's talked about a shot contest in the middle of the face, it doesn't really affect the shot as much. But when you do a ball size shotgun test, right where the shooter's hand is and going on the ball side, the kid has to usually move his hand just a little bit to the right or a little bit to the left. And that affects his shooting percentage at least 10%.
1: So are you talking same-side hand? Same-side hand. Because I'm telling you, I just read an article, I don't know, somewhere halfway through. Like if it's a right-handed shooter and you close out with your left hand, it drops like 15%. It's crazy. Yeah. It is something. in The last couple of years, we've really started to work on the stats. Doesn't lie about it. I'm telling yeah, you, yeah.
0: Like ball side, just making sure. Like my thing was just making sure he's on the ball side. Whatever hand you get up there, yeah. Just get it on that ball side, so the kid has to think about moving the ball a little bit and angling his arms. Oh, a little, um. So we used to we used to chart that zero one zero right. one, and I'll tell you that would even get kids who normally just you know, there's a lot of kids who just run out there close out, don't even put their hand up. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. You know? So if you charted that. You know, and then you will see at the end what happens. And then, then the only thing you do on the offensive end is offensive rebounding attempts. So, like when we go now to the offensive side, I'd be like, "All right, don't worry about it." Whatever. When the shot goes up, did you go? Did Geo go for an offensive rebound? Did Danny go for an offensive rebound? And if one of them had offensive responsibility, I mean, defensive responsibility, like the top guy getting back, did he get back? Did he say, "I got back, I got back"? If he didn't, he got a zero. If he did, he gets a one. Right, because you don't
1: necessarily want to crash five at all times. No, no, we we always crash four. Okay. Okay.
0: And and that when we were at Holy, when I was at a, um at Quinnipiac, we crashed four. And I'll tell you right now, we were the number one rebounding team in the country in 2013 and 14, and we were the number one offensive rebounding team in the country for seven straight years at Quinnipiac over Duke, Kentucky, Michigan. And, I mean, it's unbelievable because
1: you're, you're charting it. Whatever you yeah. chart, they're going to do. Whatever. You exactly. Chart, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and then we did charges, and obviously if you had a chance to take it, you didn't, if you did it, okay. you got one. Yep. Um, Deflections were always huge. We try to get 40 or higher deflections.
1: And what you so, don't do zeros for deflections. You just do one. No,
0: no, no, just if you got one. Okay. Um, you know, because it's tough to do a zero, so yep. just deflections. And we always say, but 40 is our number you have to reach. If you don't get 40, we run, you know what I mean? So, okay. like, kids with hands, are, and Ralph was always about keeping your hands up. He said, hands down, like, you know, like you don't get a chance to get a ball deflection,
1: yeah. hands down man, down, man down, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yep,
0: you know, all that. So, I was big, uh, I'm a big believer in the hands up on deflections. Um, and then closeouts and rotations. I added in, we didn't chart that when I was full across, but I added that when I was at um, San State because I just and what
1: do you mean by closeout rotations? Whether they, whether the ball gets skipped and you can get a closeout?
0: Yeah, like you can tell in a defensive possession, like when a ball gets skipped, did your man do a horrible closeout? You know, did he okay. sprint out there? The kid blew by him. Right. All right, well, that's a zero. You know what I mean? Right. But if yeah. he, he shuffled his feet, he controlled the guy, and he still got beat, I'd give him a one because he, you know, he did right. a good closeout, but the kid scored.
1: That's a hard thing for a high school kid to do effectively. Oh. Is that second rotate? It's the burn by is like, Oh my God. It's like, yeah, they, exactly. they have no, I don't know if it's cause of like newborn, newborn giraffe and they don't know how their bodies work, but geez, it's like, you're running out there. Like your house is on fire. They're going to go around you. Like exactly.
0: And then we do the rotations where we're basically, if you're two passes away, where are you at the dotted line? The old, you know, in the center line, like hand on a line, seeing both mall and man. And that's a zero, one. So, but, you know, then we, you know, we put all this together. And at the end, like, you know, I'm looking at like Geo. I did for one for Geo. He was 23 for 39. At, okay. He had 58%. And our goal is if you don't, if you're 70 below, you run a sprint in practice to start the practice below 70%. Okay. So right now, Gio would start practice with 12 sprints. You know what I mean? So he'd go and just go – he'd see his effort stats, and he'd be like, I got to go do 12 sprints timed. They all have to be timed. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, he would do it. So now he's pissed off because he's like, man, I got below 70? Like, you know what I mean? And then at the end, if we didn't get 40 deflections as a team, we'd have to run as a team for those 40 deflections.
1: And what and- percentage of those players usually got above 70? And do you do 70 for your high school kids?
0: Um, no, I do, okay. I do 60 for my high school kids, okay. um, you know, to be honest with you, uh, you know, and I don't as much, I haven't like, uh, cause it's, it's a little bit harder with the high school kids to. Hold them as much accountable in this. I show them this, but we don't just run as much. If something was blatant in early on, I do, but we I didn't do this as much the whole year. Okay, because um, you know, it's just it's a it's a different you know the prep school level. It's just a different
1: one. Well, it's a uh, hard. This would be a hard thing to do for every game, but yeah, you could do it early. I mean, my did third, early
0: on. I do it my first five games.
1: That's, that that would be it. my that would be my advice to coaches that are listening because I'll try to get a copy of this, but that would yeah. be my advice: is do it early. You set the tone early. Because, you know, I'll that. tell you right
0: now, we did this at Holy Cross. Isn't no lie. Um, it was the second game or third game of the year. And the kids at the end, you had to be above 70%, all that. We came in and Coach read these seven stats off, and we lost the game by about 15. And uh, he said, okay, everybody come on to get on the line. We were down to the, the recreational facility because the main play. I'll never forget it. We had to do 138 sprints as a team. 138 <laughs> sprints. <laughs> And I'm telling you right now, they were all timed. And if you didn't make it, we went again. It was like two hours of running. I'll never forget the next game, guys were screaming at each other, shot contest on the ball side. What are you doing? I am not running tomorrow. But <laughs> Because by the way, we were running at six a.m. You know what I mean? Right. Like six right. I so like these guys had to get up at five thirty, and then they had to do one hundred thirty eight sprints, and then we had practice later. You know what I mean? Like, and they so
1: had to like, go, to cl- and they had to go to not an easy class. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and yeah. I'll tell you right now. But I saw the mentality change of worrying about their offense, worrying about shot select. You know all that. What they were worried about were blockouts, shot contests, ball pursuits. They started wear- and all of a sudden. Win, win. Man, we became man, the man. number one field goal percentage team I in the that, country man. at 36. percent Holy Cross. We played Kentucky in the first round of the NCAA tournament, and we Tyshawn Prince hit a three, you know half court shot that basically <laughs> we we lost uh, six seventy two to sixty eight. But um, you know, it was uh, we were sixteen seed, they were one seed, and I'll tell you, the kids were like doing just the effort stats. It was amazing. Right. It's awesome. I've seen it work.
1: All right, let's, that's awesome let's go back to let's go back yeah, yeah. to that summary thing yeah. and then i want to shoot some questions at you too that no i brought no problem um
0: uh, so i think those are important to, you know the efforts that yeah. you know then you always got to teach and practice the great teammate stuff when guy takes a dive yeah you know making sure your team's running the hole for them they take a chance teach them the teammate like that's something i learned from coach moore and a couple other guys darren horn you know like he was just all, They're all about like when they do a hustle play make sure you get excited as a coach right and, your team gets excited because you want to see them like positive reinforcement, like do that again. And you want to see the team, who the kid who didn't do it, say, hey, man, I better start doing that. You know what
1: I mean? Right. Right. So I
0: think those are the teammates' stuff. You know, and we all know what that is, up and down on the bench, high fives to your team, emotion at the right time. You know, like when a good play, there better be emotion for the right time, not for the wrong things. Right. You know? um, handling winning correctly, dealing with losing correctly, those are two big components I think are important. Um, I think the discipline. You're always going to have individual and team discipline. Uh, so how are you handling that? Like, what are you doing? Like, we do 11s, we do 31s. Like, that's 11 is up and back in 11 seconds. 31 is a suicide. I give 31 seconds to get it done. A 17 is uh, from the sideline to sideline. You got a minute and 10 seconds. You got to get 17 of them done in a minute and 10, and it kind of works out. You got to be really busting to get it done. Um, yeah. A 17. So. You know, like how you handle your discipline when you guys do burpees, like twenty-five burpees, wall sits. Are
1: you holding them accountable? Is what I would tell the young, especially exactly. the younger coaches. It's like it doesn't matter what you make them do. Exactly, it's just, they got to know that you did this. You do this. We're moving on. You we're know, moving on but, now. Yeah, we yeah. got it.
0: And you, you know, you're gonna always come across it. Yeah. And then you know, um, I think to teach the group, teach the group, uh, mental toughness is the huge thing about that. Who show the leaders? I think that's huge, too. Toughness is you know great if you have a great book. A, great book. Uh, book talk about that's about the little things and you know i think though that's huge
1: that's um, duke and, yeah
0: yeah energy enthusiasm is a huge part of the winning habits making sure your staff brings it if you don't have that fire the guy it's not worth having around
1: <laughs> No, and the <laughs> thing is it's hard too because sometimes i got to be picked up i had a long day i had a parent right. call i had eighty five thousand tests to grade blah 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 and i'm walking into practice and i'm only at 80 you got to have somebody that's going to pick you let's all right let's go like, exactly. is that you can't it's it's really hard every day but it, I'll
0: tell you and I and I when I was I was always the younger guy in most of the programs but even when I was even when I was a Quinnipiac I was a little bit older and I had to, I had to try and be that guy all the time right Because you know, I was working for like a to older guy Ralph Willard Tom right. Moore so right like I my, to give my worth it was like I wasn't like you know this ex-NBA player or whatever right. I was like I had to be that energy guy you know what I mean and that's a I'll tell you it's can be embarrassing at times but you got to be like that all the time so the guys believe and you're like man like this guy's always bringing it you know right mean? and
1: they can feed off it it's like a it's like a clap it's like it's like when they start clapping it's a, there's an energy that just comes with it you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah you can fake that a little bit yeah and
0: that translates every day in, you know until like your games like i've seen it happen team energy you know if you do that every day your team's gonna have energy on the court you can say hey guys we've been doing this every day you know and that's something you can hold your hat on. And then I think finally, um, you know, like you got to mirror what you do in practice. Right. Style of play. You know what I mean? If you're an up-tempo team, you know, make sure you, you know, you're working on that stuff. The pressing, you got to work on all those things. Like I, mean, I would, got, make, If, I, if you, you
1: want to be fast-paced, you better work on fast-paced. I mean, it exactly. seems simple, but people forget it. Um, and, go down and click on that. We'll, we'll go to one of your practice plans in a second. Go down to the game planning one. Sure.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line Uh, so is there anything specific you do for like game planning and practice planning and things like that i mean how much time do you spend on scouts and stuff like that
0: i i I, you know i had a tapered i mean when i was at division one i mean it was it was was your life yeah that was life i mean i'd watch probably i don't know eight seven game films of the opponent like and then breaking them down each one of them to you know like breaking out all the plays breaking out all the defenses by the time i was done with one film i probably watched it a hundred times you know what i mean like right you right. Know, and then i gotta go to the next game film and the next game film and the next game film so that's all we kind of did at the college level but at the high school level i know like you said the tiktok world these kids is going to be a short snippet so i'd give like three or four clips of each player they're going to be playing against. Okay. Um, the top five or six players. And then their general offense, I'd watch like, you know, maybe three or four minutes of their plays. Okay. Um, and I'd show them about two two or three minutes of either a man or in zone, just so they got a feel for them. Um, and that's it. So it was really, I don't know, maybe eight nine minutes and i talk to him i show him a scout report you know this one's a little bit when i this one i was i think i was at division two when i showed this but uh, the high school one's very similar just like the same exact thing you have the kid's name there'd be a picture i took the pictures out for this but there'd right. be a picture beside it you know the kid's name what he did how much he have you know what he you know basically what he
1: did so um, so 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 for individuals you're looking for tendencies exactly
0: Okay. You now this kid's a shooter, you know, it always says at the end, like, the keys contain, you know, for drives, you know, stay between him and the basket. That was, And then I'd quiz the kids before the game. Like, I'd go, all right, I, I always have a board, and i have the box, five boxes, five starters. And I'd be like, all right, number four, uh, Smith, uh, you know, and then the other point guard, that's his point guard for that team. Right. I'd get my point guard, i say, tell me about him you know what i mean and he'd be like "Ah, oh, coach you got short clothes on him he's a lefty you know that i'm like good job and right. if the kid didn't i'd be like someone else know i right. said you know like and that would embarrass the kid enough the next game that he'd know you know what I mean? right because
1: like, right. it's really about i, I i'm convinced high school is a lot about matchups it's a lot oh, about no. like it's you know
0: <laughs> without a doubt you know, you that, know this
1: he, kid's got because most of them have some weaknesses um oh. Every one of them. Yeah. You know, they all do, to be honest with you. There's not too right. many
0: you don't. Right. So that's what we do. We do the offense characteristics, game plan, and all that, and, you know, the keys to the game. And then I have this basically Scott Report kind of like condensed on my board before pregame up on the board. And, I and have what do you
1: do on your – what do you do on your board in the pregame? That's a great question. I haven't asked me. Um, I put
0: yet. up this right here, this, this one. Um, the uh, – I don't know if this is going to come up. There we go. Circle opportunity. Okay. Um, and I have – Basically, five starters up on the board for them and then a couple of their subs. And I write notes about them, you know, like each guy. So so I first talk about, all right, here's the five starters. Let's go over it, guys. And I say, okay, what does this team like to do offensively? They tell me I'd be writing it down. Defensively, what do they play? Man, zone. They say it. I'm like, okay, now let's go over on our side. What's going to help us win this game? And I circle opportunity, coach. I'm like, all right, let's talk about that. Like, what's going to help us win? The ball pursuits. How many deflections do we need in this game? 40 coach, 40 coach. All right, we all go into, the, How many guys are going to the glass? Three going to the glass, two back. All right, th- this game was sending four because they, you know, we can uh, afford to send four. You know, they'd all know at that point, you know, a really shocking test, blockouts, charges. How many charges are we going to get today? Someone going to get me a charge? I joke around. Get me one or two. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, we're going to get five today, coach. You know, I try to get them into it. And then we leave one blank because I, like each game, there might be something more specific, like a uh, you know closeout or uh, you know rotations are important in this game. Um, you know, so I'd write that in myself, right. and then I put down my my keys of like today. You know, like a hey, you know whatever the key mantra is today. You know, okay, I'd
1: like I love that. And again, how long do you normally talk in pregame?
0: Ah, uh, probably about fifteen minutes. You know, okay. fifteen minutes. So I you know get them. You know, they go out there, they stretch. Uh, they, they do a little bit of warm up. They come in for about 15 minutes. I go over to them. Then they go back out for the next, uh, they usually go back out there for 20 with about 25 or 35 left in the clock. They go out there with, and then they come back in at seven to get the hype going. They do the old, uh, you know, huddle hype, you know, like, right. coming in and yep. you know, getting their bouncing going for yep. about 30 seconds and they back out for the okay.
1: last four or five. Okay. Minutes. So yeah, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Doing. Um, all right. So good. You can take that off. Is there sure. anything else you want to talk about the practice planning? No, I
0: mean, I, you okay. know, I just think, you know, just the monthly ones. Just, you know, you got, everybody has their own monthly plan, but I think that's important to have.
1: You got to map it out. Grab one of your practices. Let's look at that real quick, and then I have a couple other questions. Sure. So, uh,
0: yeah,
1: okay, okay, yeah, this is perfect.
0: I can go to this one. That's fine. Yeah. This is what I used
1: before, so. Okay. It doesn't um, matter. Um, so, tell me how you break a practice down.
0: Um, you know, we start with, the, you know, the stretching, like we talked about, the dynamic right. stretch in the beginning. You know, the, um, you know, we, this one was, um, we did, you know, proper form, you know what I mean? You yep. know, it was what we were talking about cause guys weren't doing proper form in the last one. So we do eight minutes of like that. Um, we did started off the practice was running cause the locker rooms were a mess.
1: Um, <laughs> ah, so God, that must be universal. That <laughs> must be universal.
0: So in this practice, we, you know, everybody got a line cause you know, they, and then, you know, we went in and we picked it up and, you know, came back out and then we started the stretching. So, we kind of had to start it with a little bit of negative, but yet then that never happened again. <laughs> right. So, you because know, that was it.
1: you fix it real quick.
0: Yeah. And then we do a dynamic drill that, you know, like I think gets guys going and we do this thing called four minute shooting. Um, and it's like three basketballs and it's at the elbows. I don't know if you can see this, but. Uh, here,
1: here, let's, uh, let's stop sharing your screen for a second. We'll come back right. to
0: this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 So. Basically, the entire team would be out there, and it'd be uh, two lines, uh, one side and the other side from the elbows, just okay. like this. Yep. And, and you know, so it'd be just like that, like that. And they'd have three basketballs, one, two, three, on this yep. side. Okay. And they'd start. This line would come to the middle, and they'd pass it to them. They take the shot. Okay. All right, and and then they'd switch lines. Just like that. And then the next ball would pass to the next guy coming in from the side. And they'd pass it back to the same side. The ball would go back for the same side. Okay. So it would always be getting passed from this side to that side. Yep. All right, for one minute. So for one minute, they'd be shooting. You know, this line would be the shooting line. This line would be a pass line for one minute. Okay. And they'd be shooting kind of like, like a free throw line jumper. Okay. A little bit over to the left, a little bit to the right. Just getting touches, quick passes. And when the, you've got to go offensive rebound, go get your rebound, and then call a guy in the line's name out. You know, Billy, Billy. And then you, you go, know, back, to your, you go back
1: to your here. same line then.
0: Um, no, you go to the opposite line. Okay. So you get, you know, the other guy, you know, you pass it. You know what I mean? Yep. You get the offensive rebound. You get your offensive rebound. You pass it to the guy. Yep. Then you get to that end of the and line.
1: End of that line, okay.
0: And then the other guy who, who uh, you know, pass it to you, Yep. You know, we go to the end of this line. You know okay. what I mean? And they just keep yep. on switching lines like that for one minute with three basketballs going. So you know, and then you have the manager keeping a track of how many makes, makes, okay. makes, makes. You know, like that. So you'd be yelling, and your your focus as a coach is making sure guys grab a rebound and talk and call the guy's name out and pivot on their foot and not travel and run with the basketball on the court. Right. And you know, balls getting whipped everywhere. Call the guy's name out at the end of the line. Guy's hands are ready. Throw it to him. Get it in there. So we'll be doing that for about a minute. And then everybody would be aware because you have four minutes on the clock and it's running down. And then at three three minutes, everybody switch. And all of a sudden, this line would move down to the block. This line would stay same spot, just like that. And this guys would be down in the block area, right above the block. Not inside, but it would be above the block right there. You make the pass from here to them, and they have to make like a backboard jump. Quick okay. backboard jump. And you'd be surprised how many misses guys make right from the block. Oh, just yeah. off the backboard. Quick. It's horrible. But, you know, it was quick passes. Next guy, hands up, ready, shot. Hands up. And then you'd be counting the misses on the front the block. You seven, eight. Come okay. on, man. Focus, focus. Let's go, focus. And a bet it's going quick, quick, quick. Yep. And all of a sudden a minute would go down. They're still keeping track of the, the score. You know what I mean? You're going right now. Now you're at like 50, 60, 70, 71, 72. Now it's a minute, another one. Switch. Now the lines go back. Now the balls go over on this side and they switch to the, the you know this other direction. Yep. Now we're going the other direction for minute three, you know, yep. going, going, going. And then switch, minute four, this line moves down to the down. block and they go for a minute here. Okay. And they've got to get to one forty five. That's the minimum. And you can start changing the goal. It right. might be one fifty. Do they get
1: got- one forty five early in the season?
0: no <laughs> like okay. uh and then we make them run like you know to be honest with you at first i'd let them learn to the drill and then i'd be all right you know what's our minimum and, you know your minimum might be depending on how good a shooting team you are might be 112 115 right like you do it two or three times without a, like not telling them what they then you say all right listen three times we've done it we've gotten 115 and 118 our right. goal is i'm not going below 115 so right. if we go below 115 Every, we're running a sprint for everyone below 115. Okay. You know, and then all of a sudden, for the whole rest of the year, there's your standard 115 right. Is your standard. Right. And then as a coach, now they start killing it every time you get them going. They're like, all right, I'm moving it up to 120, guys. And you start right. raising the bat level. When okay. we were at Holy Bra, uh, I mean, at Quinnipiac, we were doing 160. Okay.
1: You know, 160. And do you do different shots or you do only those four steps? You already do, we three? do those,
0: those four quick. It's just, it's about ball movement. It's not about okay. really the shots, it's Got about it. talking communicate quick passes hands okay. ready getting their minds into like if, you, if you're not awake and you're not and, and everybody at the <laughs> end of the line has to be clapping if you don't have a ball you gotta clap hey
1: everybody if you like the podcast make sure you subscribe like leave a review jump up and down run around your house whatever you need to do also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better have a great day sports social
0: podcast Network.